We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. It's Joe Taylor joining you live from Albany Court on the campus of Westlake High School. Again, we thank you for joining us this Saturday afternoon. This game obviously scheduled for a 7.30 tip last night, but with the pending inclement weather and strong storms that blew through the southern part of Austin and Travis County and even down into Hayes County, it just wasn't worth it for area school districts. Eanes ISD and AISD basically canceling after school activities so with now it being a beautiful day in january westlake and Bowie will now play here at two o'clock and as you heard robert lucero talk about in our shoot around he said this is the kind of thing you want you maybe play on a friday night and then turn around and play again on a two o'clock stint that's what happens in the regional tournament to get to the state final and that's exactly what he has chosen to do here just treat it like it is kind of a turnaround game at two o'clock on a saturday we bring you the starting lineups first for the Bowie Bulldogs. And, of course, as always, our starting lineups presented by Texas Honeyham. Starting at guard, 5'11", senior Riley McIntyre. Cade Holzman is the shooting guard. Colton Benson, the team's leading scorer and driver, is a junior guard. Jaden York from the football team, 6'4", senior guard. And Ethan Walker, a 6'6", senior post player. So it's McIntyre, Holzman, and Benson along with York and Walker. For the Westlake Chaparrales, it'll be Rory Monroe, K.J. Adams. Rory is a 6'4 senior guard, K.J. at 6'7 junior guard. He also plays down on the post as well. Ian Moat, a 6'6 junior point guard. Connor McManus, 6'4 sophomore guard. And Carson May down on the post at 6'7 senior forward and center. That'll do it for the starting lineups. And now here's the tip-off presented by the good folks at Independence Title. Controlling the tip now is Westlake in the form of K.J. Adams. They will move right to left as you picture in your mind's eye as you listen to me talk to you for a couple of hours here as Westlake takes on Bowie in a District 25-6A matchup. Bowie 3-2 and two, and Westlake 5-0. and oh, Trying to keep that 40-game district winning streak alive here at Westlake and controlling the half-court offense are the Westlake Chaparrales here as McManus gets it over to Monroe. Spot up three-pointer from the top of the arc for K.J. Adams. That one is no good. So the first possession for Westlake. Now Bowie getting the opportunity here with McIntyre. Riley picks up his dribble, gets it over to the left wing here to Benson. Benson, the son of the women's head coach for the Bowie Bulldogs. McIntyre with a dribble drive. Shot contested by Carson May, and it's missed. Rebound Westlake. Transition feeds Monroe from Ian Moat. Moat now over to Monroe. Monroe goes under the backboard, kicks it over to the right wing to McManus. McManus over to Moat. Moat with a three-point shot from the left wing, and it's no good. Still no score as we're a minute underway here from Westlake. Into the high post here to Jaden York. Good look down low from York in the high post to the low post as he finds Colson Benson for the game's first score as he connects on the layup, and it's 2-0 Bowie. Over to the right wing to McManus. McManus into the corner to KJ. KJ with the double team, fires a pass out to the left wing. Now into the high post to Carson May. May with a dribble, draws the double team in the zone defense, gets it over to the left wing to Moat. Moat into the corner to Monroe. Monroe feeds KJ Adams down low, and the Beast cleans it up as he eats very well down in the low post as he dices through the double team to score. So KJ's tied the ball game here with his first field goal, shooting at 62% for the season. Now here's Benson on the dribble drive into the high post. Doesn't have it. Now picks up his dribble, hands it off here to Ethan Walker. Walker comes around the pick, fires up a 12-footer. That one is no good. The putback is no good, but a foul has been called. So K.J. Adams picks up his first personal foul, the first team foul 
for the Westlake Chaparrales and for the Bowie Bulldogs. And it'll be Kate Holzman to uh, head to the line. And he is good on his first free throw. So Bowie with the slight edge, 3-2 to two now, as they've connected on the game's first field goal. Second shot is up and no good. K.J. pulls down the rebound. Adams with the outlet pass and slowing it down is Ian Moat. Moat on his shooting hand actually has a problem with his pinky finger. Actually broke it in the opening moments of the Anderson game, and he's got a splint there. Good ball movement inside from K.J. Adams to Carson May. Carson puts up the shot. It's no good. Roy Monroe getting inside and getting his hand on the basketball, and a foul is going to be called. Not too sure if it's going to be on Bowie or Westlake, and it's going to be on Bowie. Good job there as Jaden York picks up his first personal foul. Bowie's first team foul. Brilliant defensive basketball hustle play there by Rory Monroe. Now on the inbound pass from Moat, K.J. Adams going up strong from the high post to the low post. He dribbles down the right side of the lane and puts up the shot, and it is good. So K.J. Adams with Westlake's first four points of the ball game, and they lead 4-3. to three. Now Riley McIntyre gets it over to the right wing to York. York hands it off here to Benson. Benson with a good-looking three-point shot, but Cade Holzman comes in, pulls down the rebound, and the slam dunk. Holzman with authority gets the Bowie crowd riled up here at Westlake. Now Moat's going to slow the process down. Holzman with three points on that rebound-followed dunk. Now into the high post to Carson May. May back out to the left wing to Ian Moat. Moat now down low in the post. K.J. Adams working hard. Puts up the shot, and it's good off the glass. And the left block right now has ownership papers for K.J. Adams as he has all six Chaparral points and all of them in the post. 6-5 Westlake with 4.50 to play here in the opening quarter. Riley McIntyre dribbling over to the right wing. He picks up his dribble, finds Jaden York on the left wing. On the give-and-go feed here down low to Ethan Walker. He puts up a left-handed layup floater shot, and that is no good. On the other end in transition is KJ dribbling into a triple team. Finds Moat on the outside. He cross-court pass to McManus. McManus for three. That one no good, and it's poked out of bounds. Last touched by the Bowie Bulldogs. Physical basketball down low. For the Chaparrales is K.J. already with six points. Inbound pass coming into the high post. A flash pass from Moat to Carson May. Gets it right back, does Moat. Gets it over to the left wing to Monroe. Monroe trying to dribble around to Carson May's swing, and he spots up for a top-of-the-key three-point shot. That one is no good. Pulling down the rebound is McIntyre. McIntyre gets it over to Benson. Benson driving all the way in. Shifty moves in the paint as he put up the, the layup shot, and Benson with some silky smooth moves driving to the hole. As he became the magic man with that basketball and somehow avoided contact. Wide open three-point shot for Carson May. He just spots up and the big man drops it. Huge dime right there by Carson May in the first three-pointer of the ball game. 9-7 Westlake with the first three-pointer here. Now Riley McIntyre trying to put up a shot here off that screen by Holzman. The three-point shot from the left wing is no good. Pulling down to rebound is Moat. Mo coming across the timeline, dribbling into the lane. Finds K.J. Adams for three from the corner. That one no good. Rebound McIntyre, and then Carson May is going to come in and foul McIntyre with an opportunity to grab the basketball. So that's Carson's first personal foul. And he's going to come off the floor here. Cade Mankel checking in for Roy Monroe, Daniel Villarreal. So Mankel, the 6'5 junior guard, Shooting at 32% on the season. Daniel Villarreal, the second leading scorer for the Westlake Chaparrales, averaging just under 7.5 point, points per ball game off the bench. And now an offensive foul is going to be called on KJ. 
Actually, no, it's going to be called on Colton Benson. My apologies. I thought there was a uh, foul on the screen attempt by K.J. Adam, but it's a reach-in foul on Colton Benson. So it's a defensive foul on Bowie. That's the second team foul. Now McManus on the left wing after forcing the turnover on the foul. Onto the right wing to McManus. In the corner for K.J. K.J. deed up. He drives into the lane. Elevates from the block. Puts up the shot, and the shot is good. K.J. Will not be denied in the post. He has eight points, eight of the 11. Timeout's been called. We'll be right back. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball as the Shaps lead 11-7. This is Westlake Hoops. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps, and I'd like to tell you about the best-kept secret in Westlake, Arrive Luxury and Property Management. They're proudly Westlake-owned and operated, and if you own a luxury home in the hills of Westlake, you could turn your beautiful property into a stunning vacation getaway. When you travel, Arrive can turn your home into a five-star resort. Visit ArriveLuxury.com. Just Google it. This is the next level of generating revenue for your home. Check it out at ArriveLuxury.com. Arrive Luxury and Property Management, proud sponsors of Westlake Athletics. Victory Medical Westlake is proud once again to be an official sponsor of Westlake Nation and all Westlake student-athletes. Victory Medical offers sports medicine, family medicine, and so much more. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake basketball in the uh, possession here for Bowie. Off the bucket made by K.J. Adams out of the timeout. Riley McIntyre trying to dribble drive around Holzman with the screen. Holzman elevates from the block as he receives the pass from McIntyre. As he got up and tried to shoot. And that unfortunately led to Daniel Villarreal fouling him. And that's Villarreal's first personal foul. One of two is Holzman from the line. He puts up his first free throw, and that is good. He now has four points. Of course, he had the big rebound and the slam dunk off that board. 11-8 now, just a three-point advantage, trying to make it a two-point, and Holzman does. He has five in the quarter, and it is 11-9. Moat with the slow dribble across the timeline. McManus with a cross-court pass over to Mankel. Cade back over to McManus on the left wing. Now gets it over to Mankel in the corner. Now down low to K.J. Adams. Adams going up strong from the block again. He puts up the shot. The shot is good, and he is fouled. The bucket will count, and K.J. will go to the line to shoot his and one. So Colton Benson with his second personal foul, the team's third. And Jaden York will check out of the ball game here as checking in for the Bowie Bulldogs will be number 55, Drew Dunsmore. The and one shot is up for KJ. He bricks it off the front iron, so no good there as Benson ricochets off of McManus. No foul called there on the rebound for Benson. Benson over to the left wing. He gives it up here to Ethan Walker. Walker comes around the screen and launches it back over to Benson. Benson tries to drop it off down low, losing the handle momentarily is... The big man, Dunsmore, he gets control of the basketball, gets it back over to McIntyre. McIntyre dropping dimes inside in the post as Holzman comes up with the left-handed floater from the left block. Excellent move right there, and McIntyre with a beauty of an assist. It is now a two-point advantage, 13-11, to 11, into the high post. K.J. drawing the double team, finds Villarreal on the, on the cut to the hoop. Villarreal's shot a little too strong. And McIntyre comes down with the rebound. He fires it across court as he comes across the timeline and into the corner for Ethan Walker. And Walker drills a three-pointer. Bowie takes a 14-13 lead. Final 90 seconds of the first quarter. 
Moat draws the double team in zone, drives in, finds KJ. KJ loses the handle momentarily, elevates from the block. That shot no good, but the putback is there for Daniel Villarreal. His first two points of the ball game, and Westlake now has the one-point advantage, 15-14, to 14, with 105 to play in the first quarter. Now a dribble behind the back from McIntyre. He hands it off to Dunsmore. Dunsmore with a shot. He actually bricks it off the front iron from the right block from point-blank range. Monroe pulls, or excuse me, Moat pulls down the rebound. He gets it over to Mankel. Mankel over to McManus. McManus over to Moat. Moat down low. Ball movement is insane for Westlake as there are quick passes all over the place, but a foul's called on the floor. And that is called on Drew Dunsmore, his first personal foul. That is the fourth team foul. Diego Schleppe, the six-foot junior guard, shooting at 46% from the field. He's also shooting 40% from three-point land as Mankel finds Monroe, who's checked back into the ballgame. Schleppe now on the left wing, gets it down low into the double team for KJ. KJ walks his way around the double team, puts up the shot, and the whistle blows. The shot is no good, but a foul has been called. So Cade Holzman picks up his first personal foul in the Contact with K.J. Adams as he went up strong. K.J. has missed his only free throw attempt. He puts up his first shot, and that one is good. So K.J. with nine points in the quarter as they adjust here. K.J. is 76% free throw shooter. He is one of two on the afternoon in the final 30 seconds here of the first quarter. He spins that one off his wrists. And it's good. K.J. now in double figures already, and there's 39 seconds remaining in the first quarter. He has 10 of the 17 on the board for Westlake, and all of those points in the post. Flashing it into the high post here on the left side is Holzman. Holzman with a handoff to McIntyre. On the give-and-go from McIntyre back to Holzman. Holzman puts up the shot, but he is fouled. The shot is no good, and the foul is going to be called on Cade Mankel. That is his first personal foul, and the team's fourth team foul as Holzman will step to the line. He is three of four, make it three of five as he misses the front end of two shots. Get on the floor for Westlake. It's Schleppe, Monroe, Mankel, Adams, and Villarreal. So two starters in the game here for Westlake. The second shot from Holzman is no good. Rebound Mankel. Mankel gives it up to Schleppe who is in for Moat. Coming across the timeline. Picked up here defensively by Jason Gaines. Gaines, a wonderful football player for the Bowie Bulldogs, is now in the ballgame defensively. Now with Schleppe in the basketball, trying to find KJ. They do it on the left wing. Now back up to Schleppe. Schleppe for three. That one just misses at the buzzer as Diego Schleppe is the guy that you want spotting up with the last shot of the first quarter. But that will do it as Westlake leads by three after one quarter of play. It's Westlake 17, Bowie 14. This is Westlake basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the shafts. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the 
kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still, and let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice-cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast, too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Welcome back to Westlake Basketball. We have a sub of the ball game here for Bowie as L.D. Butler, the 6'5 junior guard, is checked into the ball game. Dunsmore with the basketball now as Bowie comes out of the first quarter timeout and the first moments of the second quarter will start with a foul. So we have a foul on Westlake, and that'll be the fifth team foul. We'll trying to see who that was against. As now Gaines will inbound the basketball to Colton Benson. Benson picked up defensively by Moat, who's checked back into the ball game here. Hand off to Gaines at the top of the arc as they move the ball right. Now back left here with L.D. Butler. Butler trying to get a cross-court pass to Gaines. Gaines guarded tightly by Rory Monroe. Good zone defense here in the 2-3 look for Westlake. Now Gaines backing up, feeding inside to Dunsmore. Dunsmore got K.J. Adams on his feet. Dunsmore can't connect, but he gets his own rebound. The tip in, no good. And coming down with the rebound is K.J. Adams, and he is fouled by Dunsmore. So that'll be Drew Dunsmore's second personal foul. Seventeen to fourteen now. Westlake with a three-point advantage, and now Moat with the right hand and left hand dribble picks it up, gets it over to Villarreal. Now over to Rory Monroe on the right wing, gets it up back to Diego Schleppe. Schleppe down low to Villarreal. Good feed inside as he had a wide open path to the lane. The left-handed layup off the glass is good for Daniel Villarreal. He has four points. 19-14, largest lead as Holzman tries to drive to the hole. A foul is going to be called on Daniel Villarreal as he got all ball, and he's contesting that with the officials, but to no avail. So for Villarreal, that is his second personal foul. And we'll see Holzman go to the line again. He is three of six from the line and now four of seven as he drills his first one of the second quarter. Carson May is going to check in for Villarreal, and McManus is back into the ballgame here for Schleppe. 19-15, the lead's been five points as McIntyre checks back into the ballgame here for Bowie as Gaines will take a seat. Holzman strides back to the line. The right-handed shooter puts up his second one. That one is good. He has nine points in the ballgame, does Holzman to lead the Bowie Bulldogs. Over to the right wing to Monroe. Monroe launching it into the corner to K.J. Adams. Adams picked up defensively here by L.D. Butler. Nowhere to go, and Butler takes it away from him. Butler into transition, still with the basketball, finds Holzman, goes in for the left-handed slam dunk from the baseline, and it's no good. He misses it, and Connor McManus comes up with the rebound, and coming out of his shoe is... 
I can't believe this is happening as uh, Robert Lucero doing his point guard a, a solid here as Moat lost his shoe on the rebound. So a quick timeout. We will take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Football is all about strategy, preparation, and execution. And you've got Shaps in your corner with Elticon Wealth Management. Elticon was founded by former Westlake quarterback Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and lifetime Shap Lewis Gilbo to quarterback your financial future. Click Elticon.com for more information. Elticon Wealth Management, a proud member of Westlake Nation and proudly Westlake-owned and operated. Strategy, preparation, and execution. Elticon Wealth Management, calling the right plays for your financial future. The Felber Insurance Agency is proud to support Westlake Athletics on the drive to a district title. Speaking of driving, if your Westlake son or daughter is ready for their independence and their driver's license before they hit the road, let Jeff Felger take a look at your current insurance plan. Jeff lives and works in Westlake and can help you choose the coverage options you need to include your family's newest driver. Call 512-250-2334 and speak to Jeff. Get your new driver off to a safe start with Farmers and Felger Insurance Agency. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. <coughs> Welcome back as Westlake's back on the floor here on the left wing is Rory Monroe back up top of the reset the half court offense. Here is Ian Moat. Moat with a launch pass down low to KJ Adams. He goes up strong. This is the shot. Gets his own rebound. The putback is no good, but he is fouled. We thank all of you for joining us here live on the Westlake Shap app as it will be George Yancey that picks up the foul. Yancey, a big fella, about six foot six. And KJ will stride to the line here, looking for his first points of the second quarter. And he buries his first free throw shot. He is now three of four on the afternoon. Second shot for KJ is up, and the second one is good. He now has 12 points in the half. 21 to 16, lead back to five for Westlake. Coming across the timeline is McIntyre. McIntyre driving all the way in, leaves Yancey wide open, and Yancey adding his first bucket as they left him alone, attacking McIntyre, and McIntyre drops it off to Yancey for the easy layup from the left block. Now into the double team is K.J. Adams. He dribbles back behind the three-point line, now tries to drive, finds McManus in the corner, gives it up to Rory Monroe. Monroe loses the handle momentarily, resets it back out to McManus, and Moat will come back out with five and a half minutes to play in the half. Westlake with a 21-18 to 18 lead, excuse me. It's a three-point advantage, and a traveling violation is going to be called on Mo. So Ian Moat picks up the travel and the turnover here for the... Westlake Chaparrales, again, 21 to 18 is your score. 17 fouls, and now the whistle will blow, and I believe that there is a small problem with the, they're just making sure because it read 21 to 16 did the scoreboard, and it looks like the official scorers have corrected everything. It is 21 to 18 now as the scoreboard just updated from Yancey's bucket. Now here's... Benson dribbles into the high post. NBA three-point shot for L.D. Butler. That is no good, but Butler comes all the way in to grab his own rebound. Getting the rebound here is Cy Young. Cy puts the shot up. It's no good. Ball loose on the floor. Carson May covers it up like he is recovering a fumble for the football team. And out of the scrum, I believe a foul is going to be called on Bowie. No, that's going to call it a jump ball. Wow. Interesting hustle there. As Cy Young at six foot one taking on six foot seven Carson May, but on the jump ball, 
The possession arrow will belong to Westlake. Here's May at the top of the arc over to the left wing to Monroe. Monroe feeding K.J. Adams. He puts up the shot through the double team. He is fouled, and the shot is good for K.J. Wow. And that's going to be on L.D. Butler. L.D. Butler's second personal foul. And now the and one here is K.J. had an opportunity earlier in this ballgame in the first quarter for the and one conversion. He puts this shot up, and he's starting to feel it now. So there's the and one on the three-point play. He has five in the quarter. And now McIntyre on a 24-18 lead here for Westlake. We'll give it up to L.D. Butler. Butler trying to work his way into the paint. Doesn't have it. Here is Benson from the top of the arc, and Benson drilling a three-pointer. He has seven points in the ballgame, his first points here in the second quarter, and he drills a big one to cut the lead in half, 24-21. to 21. So the lead's been as high as six points. Here's Monroe at the top of the arc from McManus. Back over to McManus into KJ in the right corner. Back up top to Monroe as they'll reset the half-court offense with 4.15 to play in the half. 24-21. to 21. Down low in the baseline. Here is KJ. He gives it up to Carson May who fires up a three-point shot uncontested. That shot no good. Rebound now collected here by KJ Adams and Adams grabs the offensive board and scores with ease. Monroe had it for a moment and it started to bounce around and KJ came through the back door, found the ball and put up the easy shot for the score. 26-21. to 21. Back up to a five-point advantage here. Now McIntyre gives it up to Benson. Benson trying to dribble drive around, but McManus stays right with him. He goes around to Yancey screen, down the baseline, feeds the corner to McIntyre. McIntyre for a three. That one no good from the corner. Rebound pulled down and fought for by Carson May. It's on the floor, and now a whistle as the ball goes out of bounds. It will be last touched. As we see Jaden Greathouse coming into the ballgame here for McManus. And the ball will actually be last touched by Westlake. So the ball will stay with Bowie. A bounce pass here to Cy Young from McIntyre. He puts up the shot from the right block. The whistles blow and a foul has been called on Rory Monroe. That's Rory's first personal foul. 17 fouls now for Westlake. As Cy Young has checked into the game. And the young man with the same name as the famous baseball award. Of course, he was also a pitcher in the early days of Major League Baseball, Hall of Famer Cy Young. This one, obviously, a basketball player. And he is one of two from the line, drilling one of those two free throw shots. Now the lead down to four as Moat brings across the timeline here with the left-hand dribble. Gets it into the high post to Carson May. Back out to the top of the arc to Moat. Moat driving in the left lane. Finds Monroe. Monroe driving to the lane as well. Here's Carson May from 12 feet away. That shot way too strong, but it acts as kind of a pass to K.J. Adams, who had the ball taken away from him. And this is going to be a foul on K.J. A reach-in foul after he lost the basketball. So for K.J., that is his second personal foul with 3.12 to play here in the first half. And that will put Cy Young at the line again, who is one of two on the evening, or on the afternoon, I should say. And they are in the bonus. So it will be a one-and-one one opportunity here for Cy Young. First shot here of the one-and-one is up and good. He has two points, both from the charity stripe. Knocks the lead down to three. 26-23, Westlake has trailed by as many as four. The second shot is up and good for Cy Young. 26-24, back down to a two-point advantage. It's been as high as six 
for Westlake. KJ has not come out of the ball game. He's on the floor with two fouls. Carson May at the top of the arc. Trying to operate the half-court offense. Gets it over to Roy Monroe. Now over to the left corner here. Cross-court pass to KJ. And KJ thought he was going on the reverse to Moe. Moe stopped, and the ball went out of bounds. So it's a turnover as KJ, with an errant pass cross-court, gives, gives the ball back to Bowie. Here's McIntyre. McIntyre guarded tightly by Jaden Greathouse. Greathouse, the freshman, staying right with him, of course. K.J. Adams still on the floor, down the low post with him. Now, here's McIntyre coming around the screen. He puts up the shot. That shot is no good, but the foul has been called on Jaden Greathouse. So, Greathouse, the 6'3", 210-pound guard. Put McIntyre at the line. Again, that's his first personal foul. As really, this is only the second game that Greathouse has had an opportunity to get into the ball game. The freshman named Max Preps' 2019 All-American receiver on the list with the likes of Archie Manning's grandson, Arch Manning. The first shot from McIntyre on the foul is up and no good. So 19 fouls for Westlake, 17 total for these two ball clubs here in the first half. McIntyre with the second shot. That one is no good, and the rebound is collected by K.J. Adams. It's L.D. Butler on the floor along with McIntyre, Benson, Yancey, and Cy Young. So only one, two true starters on the floor here for Coach Collier's bunch from Bowie. Now Greathouse trying to work his way in. This is going to be an offensive foul on Jaden Greathouse as getting positioned there was Benson, and Benson went down like a sack of rocks but he got position and got his feet set in an offensive foul called on Jaden Greathouse as he was trying to drive through the lane. What contact there. And now KJ, Cade Mankel, Daniel Villarreal, and Moat are in the ballgame with McManus. Now into the high post to Yancey. Yancey getting it over to Benson. Benson caught underneath the backboard. Puts up the shot. He is fouled. And he'll go to the line in the act of shooting. The foul is going to be called on uh, Ian Moat. And that's uh, Moat's second personal foul. He had a, a foul called on him earlier in the ballgame in the first possession of the second quarter. And the first shot from Colton Benson is up and good. He has four points in the quarter, eight points overall, 26 to 25, and he tries to tie the ballgame up with this shot, and he does. So with that free throw, he has five in the quarter, and we're all tied at 26 points here from Westlake as Westlake and Bowie do battle here. Over to the left wing to K.J. Adams. Adams hands it off back over to Moat. Moat dribbling into the lane, into the high post, tries to fire a shot, a pass over to Daniel Villarreal, and that one is tipped away and stolen. Now here's Benson for three on the other end. That one too strong. Moat with the rebound. It's an air ball, and Moat comes away with it across the timeline. Over to the left wing. Now back over from Villarreal to Moat. Moat resets the offense over to the right wing. NBA three-pointer for Cade Mankel. That one is no good. Rebound fought for by McIntyre. He controls it and comes across the timeline in front of the scorer's table. As he crosses the timeline, looks back at his coach, Celeste Collier, for the half-court play. Drives in, gives it off to Yancey. Yancey loses it out of bounds, but it was last touched by McManus. Tipped out of bounds there by Westlake, so it will be bully basketball underneath their own bucket. We're all tied at 26 apiece, 91 seconds remaining here in the first half in a fantastic basketball game. A lot of fouls on the catch-in from the inbound is Benson. Benson gets it over to Yancey. Yancey walked with the basketball. 
too many steps there as Yancey tried to pick up those big-time feet. And he took too many steps to turn it over. 26 to 26. Mankel will bring across the timeline here as the point guard in this possession. He gives it up to Moat, who's acting more of the swingman. Moat dribble driving, stops at the free throw line, hands it off to Mankel. Mankel driving baseline, doesn't have it. Dribbles out beyond the baseline and gets it back out to Moat. Moat over to McManus, trying to get down low. Here comes the double team against KJ. Here's a head fake, puts up the shot, and the shot is good. Contested every single time. And somehow KJ is able to make it connect. No foul. And KJ once again gives the Chaparrales the lead at 28 to 26. Now here's LD Butler on the flash screen down low, and he is fouled by Daniel Villarreal. Wow. Butler tried to go hard to the hole, lost a handle on the basketball. But that will be Villarreal's third personal foul with 45 seconds remaining here, and they've got to make a decision. And it looks like they're going to go with the sophomore as Preston Clark, six foot five forwards, getting prepared to come to the ball game. LD Butler will shoot two shots, and LD drills the first one. So Villarreal will have to take a seat with three fouls. Again, it feels like he is always right there when contact is made. And L.D. Butler trying to tie this one up with a free throw. Shot is up, and that one bounces off the front side and back iron and falls through. Tied at 28. And 42 seconds remain as Cade Mankel talking to his head coach, Robert Lucero, as he crosses the timeline. Gets it over to the left wing here to McManus. McManus back out top to reset the half-court offense with Moat. Moat picks up his dribble, rifles a pass over to the right wing to McManus. Finds room down low for K.J. Adams, who puts up the shot. He is fouled. Hard contact underneath. We'll see who the foul is on, and it's going to be on Cy Young. That is Cy's first personal foul, and into the bonus are the... Westlake Chaparrales, but again, that's in the act of shooting. So KJ will get two, who's only missed one, and now he's missed the front end of these two shots. Again, four of six on the afternoon from the free throw line. And now a 76% free throw shooter on the season puts up a second shot. That one is good, and the tie is broken momentarily. 29 to 28 with 24 seconds to play here in the first half. 19 seconds as McIntyre gets some words of wisdom there from his coach across the timeline on the left side. Now looking back to run the play, he calls it out. Picked up defensively here in a man-to-man -man look from Connor McManus. McManus staying right with him, can't shake him. McManus stays right there as McIntyre goes around to Yancey screen, gives it up to Benson. Benson for three. That one from NBA range from the right wing is no good. And that shot will not count as a heave down court from Cade Mankel is short and after the buzzer. So... Westlake heads to the locker room down, up by one as Westlake leads Bowie 29-28. to 28. We thank all of you for listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball. We'll be right back for the Colhane Premier Properties halftime show after this. Again, you're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Brad Emerson here with Colhane Premier Properties. I've lived in Westlake since 1978, and we've seen a lot of change. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, why not use someone who knows and lives in our community? For more information, Google realestatethewestlakeway.com. Let me show you how Colhane Premier Properties and I do real estate the Westlake way. Go Shaps! Visit realestatethewestlakeway.com or call 512-563-1748. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. 
Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. Hey, it's Casey, the IT guy. Does downtime of IT infrastructure equal money lost for your company? You owe it to your business to tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000 square foot purpose-built facility is carrier neutral and offers both retail and wholesale co-location options located on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. It's Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with service to match. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location westlake family owned and operated visit datafoundry.com and schedule your tour today austin's new choice for bmw is proud to sponsor the westlake chaps hendrick bmw of south austin is transforming the luxury car buying experience with a 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility just five miles south of downtown with over 250 new bmws in stock plus a great selection of certified bmws you'll score big with the hendrick difference it's an automotive experience beyond your expectations it's a winning drive just off South I-35 at Stastny Lane and BMWofSouthAustin.com. Welcome you back to the Colleen Premier Properties Halftime Show. Joe Taylor joining you live here from Albany Court on the campus of Westlake High School. We thank all of you for joining us here. Again, Colhane Premier Properties, proud to be a sponsor of Westlake Nation. Lifetime chap Brad Emerson is ready to help you with your home, whether you're buying or selling. Call Brad. He knows Austin, and he knows Westlake. Call Brad and the all-star team at Colhane Premier Properties, 512-563-1748. Let Brad help you with your home the Westlake way. Visit realestatethewestlakeway.com. It's a simple Google search, realestatethewestlakeway.com. It'll give you Brad Emerson's website and all of his information for any of your real estate needs right here in Westlake. Again, the uh, halftime show presented by Colleen Premier Properties. Westlake with a one-point edge, 29-28. to 28. Let's take a look at the scoring here as the first-half stats are presented by the good folks at our... Uh, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Cade Holzman and Colton Benson lead Bowie. Both of them have nine points. Ethan Walker with a big three-pointer in the first quarter. L.D. Butler with a free throw has one point. George Yancey with two points. And Cy Young with three points, all three of his points from the free throw line. So, again, it's Holzman and Benson leading the way for the uh, Bowie Bulldogs in trying to Stay above 500 in district play. They're uh, teetering there at 3-2 and two with wins over Hayes, Akins, and Lehman. Losses to Anderson and Austin High in the final second, last-second shots there. Again, you talk about the Bowie Bulldogs and just how successful they were. They actually went deeper in the playoffs than Westlake did a year ago. 22-11, 10-6 in district. Finished third in 25-6A. Had a first-round win over Judson, 62-55. A 56-54 overtime win versus Stevens. A 46-29 win over Lake Travis as they advanced to the regional round where they lost 74-72. So Bowie, no stranger to last-second losses 
as Westlake obviously has been dominant in their 5-0 run here with the exception of the Anderson game. Every game for Westlake has been victorious by 20 points or more. 55-33 win over Lehman, 68-38 win over Lake Travis, 73-56 win at Del Valley, 75-45 win here at Hayes over the holidays, and of course on the road 54-47 on Tuesday night against Anderson. And when you talk about the Westlake Chaparrales, Leading the way for the scoring is K.J. Adams. He had 20 in the first half. Three-pointer by Carson May and four points scored in the post by Daniel Villarreal. Again, that's a look at the first half stats presented by St. David South Austin Medical Center. When we come back, more on the Colhane Premier Properties Halftime Show as Westlake leads Bowie 28-29. to We'll be right back. Again, you're listening to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the Coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters. And with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your work. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raisin Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of BK's Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on B Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Again, just a quick scoring update. It's actually K.J. Adams with 22 points. Actually uh, missed a uh, one of his buckets, but after conferring with the official scorekeeper, we now have K.J. Adams with 22, Carson May with three, and Daniel Villarreal with four. So only four chaps doing the scoring in the first half, and a lot of it down low. In fact, K.J. Adams is just a beast. 
his point to the paints, out of sight. He has actually not hit a jump shot in this ball game. All of his buckets are down low in the post as he has gone up against a double team all afternoon, and he has fought through it, much like in the game against Anderson, just not denied. He had a couple of jumpers in his barrage in the second half of 17 points, but hard-fought post play is really what uh, K.J. has had the opportunity to do this afternoon. So, again, 22 points for K.J. Adams, three points for Carson May, and Daniel Villarreal with four. Again, Westlake 29, Bowie 28. We thank you for joining us here on the Colhane Premier Properties Halftime Show as Westlake leads Bowie. We'll be back in a moment. This is Westlake Basketball. When you buy or sell a piece of property, it helps to have a friend in the business. Independence Title will pick up the ball on your transaction and take it across the goal line. Independence is locally owned right here in Austin with deep roots in the Westlake community. Independence is also the Austin Business Journal's number one title company. Work with a home team at Independence Title. Call 329-5299 or go to independencetitle.com. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome you back to live coverage of Westlake Basketball. Joe Taylor joining you here live as we see the starting five on the floor here for both ball clubs. It's McIntyre, Holzman, Vincent, York, and Walker for the Bowie Bulldogs. And for the Westlake Chaparrales, it's Monroe, Adams, Moat, McManus, and May. Now Benson driving into the lane. His pass over to York is mishandled, and York loses the basketball out of bounds. Westlake in their white uniforms representing their home jerseys. Again, the home White jerseys with white shorts trimmed in blue and red with the cursive shaps across the front of the jersey and the red numerals trimmed in blue. The Bowie Bulldogs in their road black uniforms. The black uniforms with the Bowie logo with the star in the middle on the side. The upper portion of the B is black. The lower portion of the blocked B is red. Bowie in block print in white lettering across the front of the jersey. And, of course, the numerals are white with a pair of stripes on the side of the uniform, just under the underarm. Right around the waist level of the jersey top. 29 to 28 as Roy Monroe has the basketball here on the right wing. Gets it over to Carson May. May launches it from the corner back out to McManus, who's on the left wing all the way across the half court. Gives it over to K.J. Adams, who has 22 points of the Westlake 29. Now Moat gives it over to McManus. McManus feeds K.J. Spot up jumper is faked. He actually hits May as he elevated it inside the free throw line. K.J. saw May come open out of the corner of his eye and just a quick pass that almost acted like a shot, but it was a pass down low to Carson May. And now on the other end, a foul on Westlake, and it's a reach-in foul on Connor McManus, his first personal foul, the first team foul, and it'll be Bowie basketball in front of their own bench which is where Ethan Walker will inbound the basketball. He'll get it to McIntyre. McIntyre will dribble to the left side. 
Picked up defensively here by McManus. Now back out to Benson, who loses the handle momentarily with the basketball, and now he's got it. Right-hand dribble, again picked up by Ian Moat. Moat tries for the steal, loses the basketball, does Benson, but he picks it up, fires it over to McIntyre to reset. Now to the left wing here, the give-and-go from Holzman to Benson. Back over to Holzman. Holzman to Benson, dribbles off his foot. Somehow McIntyre is able to catch it with his right hand in mid-dribble. Keeps possession alive. Now, McIntyre over to the left wing here to Benson. Benson's three-point shot is no good. Rebound fought for here by York. He chases down the basketball, gets it over to Walker. Walker over to McIntyre. McIntyre dribbles down the right side of the lane. Behind the back dribble, elevates, puts up the shot, and the shot is no good. So coming across the timeline here is Ian Moat. Moat loses the ball. Monroe able to pick it up. Wide open three-point shot here from the corner for McManus. That one is no good. Carson May there with the rebound and the putback. So four quick points for Carson May, and it draws a timeout. We'll take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps. And like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click mycryofit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your work. Hey, it's Casey, the IT guy. Does downtime of IT infrastructure equal money lost for your company? You owe it to your business to tour Data Foundry's newest data center, Texas 2. This 325,000 square foot purpose-built facility is carrier neutral and offers both retail and wholesale co-location options located on Data Foundry's 40-acre data ranch. It's Austin's newest state-of-the-art data center with service to match. See why Data Foundry is the premier choice for data center co-location. Westlake family owned and operated. Visit datafoundry.com and Schedule your tour today. Coming out of the timeout here from the right wing, stepping inside the three-point line is Colton Benson, and he drills his first jumper of the second half. As now the lead is back down to three. Momentarily, it was a five-point advantage for Westlake. Now 33-30 to is the Shaps lead. Monroe at the left wing drives in, puts up the floater. That one no good. Rebound handled with one hand by K.J. Adams, but his putback is too strong. And the rebound cleared out by Cade Holzman. Holzman gets it over to McIntyre. We welcome you back to third quarter action here. Westlake leading Bowie 33 to 30 with five minutes to play in the quarter. As we come off the timeout, Benson gets the first two points. Now into the high post, Holzman gives it up to Walker. Walker with a turnaround jumper from the high right elbow, and that one is no good. As coming across the timeline here is Moat. Moat gives it over to the left wing to KJ. Giving it up to the left corner is Connor McManus. And McManus drills the three-pointer as it rattles in from the corner. Now a six-point lead as Westlake doubles it up. McManus with his first points. And it's a three-pointer from the corner here in the third quarter. Holzman in the high post, driving down the right lane. Puts up the shot. He is fouled. The shot is no good. And the foul is going to be called on Carson May. That's his second personal foul, and Holzman will go to the line. He has been busy at the line. He has made five free throws. Five of his nine points are from the charity stripe. He now has ten points as he adds the first shot here of two as he cuts the lead down to five. 36-31. The lead has been as high as six points, and Holzman drills the second free throw, and it's now a four-point advantage for Westlake. And as I mentioned, largest lead has been six in this ballgame. 
Coming across the timeline is Moat. Moat over to Carson May, trying to slow things down. Gets it over to Monroe. Monroe in the corner here, elevating is K.J. Adams. That three-point shot is misses the rim completely. And McIntyre is the benefactor there of the shot going over the rim. Now into the high post. It's going to be a jump ball here as Jaden York got tied up by Carson May. May reaching in, grabbing a hold of the basketball away from York. And the possession arrow will belong to the Chaparrells. Great job there defensively by Carson May by flashing up into the high post and realizing that York did not have complete control of that basketball. Went for the steal but grabbed the ball and did not make contact with York at all to draw the foul. So now Wesley getting an extra possession here. McManus over to the right wing to Monroe. Monroe in the corner to Moat. Moe with one dribble gives it over to K.J. Adams. Adams with a cross-court pass to McManus. A head fake. He thought about driving baseline but then decided not to. Gets it over to Monroe. Monroe into the high post to K.J. K.J. driving down to the right block. Puts up the shot. The shot is good. And K.J. again is fouled. This is the third time he has gone to the line to shoot an and one here as he is just unstoppable. Holzman picks up his second personal foul, and K.J. will try to shoot the and one. It'll bring in L.D. Butler. As Butler has two points, he made both of his free throw attempts. Now a six-point lead. K.J. trying to make it seven with this and one shot. The free throw is up for K.J. K.J. with five points now in the quarter with his two made free throws and now this three-point play. Westlake with a seven-point advantage, 39-32, to largest lead of the afternoon. McIntyre coming across the timeline, gives it up to L.D. Butler. Butler trying to shake McManus and does momentarily, but picks up his dribble, hands it off to McIntyre. McIntyre over to Benson. Benson looking for some space, drives in, a wild pass to the corner. Butler collects it over to Walker. Walker in the corner to Benson. Benson now is going to get called with a walk. That's a traveling violation there as... Tell you what, Benson has a motor that does not necessarily match everybody else's on the court. He is just a non-stop runner as he is playing at a very high rate of speed and just took too many steps with that pivot foot before taking off with the basketball. Pretty impressive stuff. But unfortunately, too many steps as Benson turns it over. Now here's McManus on the right wing to Mankel, who's just checked in. Mankel with a huge look, down low to K.J. Adams, and Adams throws it down with a two-handed jam from the block. Oh, noisy bucket there, and a great look from Mankel. Now on the other end, pushing the envelope is McIntyre, and losing the basketball out of bounds now is Benson as York tried to save an errant pass as McIntyre was uncontrolled, come down the lane. York saved it, tried to tip it over to Benson, and Benson as it goes out of bounds. Schleppe's into the ballgame now over to Villarreal, who has checked in here. Now K.J. Adams with a 41-32 lead, battling the double team. Has the shot blocked and tipped, saving it out of bounds is Walker, and then dribbling it off his leg is Benson. So a pair of turnovers on the Westlake side of the court. And now Moat's going to come right back into the game here for McManus. So on the floor right now for Westlake, it's Mo. Daniel Villarreal, Diego Schleppe, and Cade Mankel. Now Jason Gaines is checking into the ball game here. Gaines with no points, but he played some sparingly in the first half to spell McIntyre. KJ trying to take on LD Butler, and now an offensive foul is going to be called on KJ Adams. Wow. They're going to say that he elevated that elbow and initiated contact with LD Butler. So KJ picks up his third personal foul. So he's on the floor, and he hasn't come off. 
but KJ with some thunder with that two-handed jam. He has 29 points, does KJ Adams. 29 of the 41 for Westlake, and now a foul is going to be called on Diego Schleppe. Schleppe's first personal foul in the fourth team foul for Westlake as LD Butler is going to inbound the basketball to Gaines. Gaines, as Bowie moves from right to left as you listen on the Shaft app, down low here into the post as York tries to fire it from the baseline to the corner and picking it off as KJ Adams. Adams in transition, gets it over to Mankel. Mankel driving the baseline, gives it up for a wide open three-point shot. EA Moat cannot connect and it ricochets off the front iron and goes above the backboard. A wide open three-point shot, but you can see with that uh, tender right pinky finger on his shooting hand, Mo does not necessarily have the touch he wants. Here's Gaines. Hands it off to Butler. Butler almost taking too many steps with the basketball there. Zone defense to perfection here as Schleppi picks up Gaines. Gaines trying to make a move. Can't do it. Stopping and popping is Benson on the give from Gaines, and Benson connects with a three-pointer, his second of the ball game. Five points for Benson here in the third quarter, and now the lead back down to six. KJ looking to give it up to Mankel. Mankel resetting the offense here as Westlake moves left to right. Moat with the right-handed dribble. His right ring finger and his pinky taped together. So he has a little bit of pressure off that pinky. Now KJ Adams from 18 feet away trying to hit a jumper. That one good looking for him, but just could not connect. And with the rebound, Bowie handles the basketball and Villarreal pokes it out of bounds. So defense there, and it looks like a, a brief substitution here for Drew Dunsmore. Dunsmore checks into the ball game here, and it looks like checking in, I believe it's for York. So Dunsmore is into the ball game, the six foot seven senior center. Now Walker trying to work around a screen. He loses the basketball. Benson is there to pick it up. He'll reset good defense here. Trap defense at the half court line by Diego Schleppe. Now Diego trying to follow L.D. Butler in the zone. Look here for Westlake defensively. Here's Gaines with the pass. Gaines now with the basketball, trying to pick up his dribble, loses it momentarily. Benson tries to track it down and does. He drives into the lane, puts up the shot inside the free throw line. That one no good. Diego Schleppe with the rebound. Outlets to K.J. K.J. with the right-handed dribble across the timeline. A reach-in foul here by Gaines is on the floor. The shot went up, but it's no good because the, sh the foul was a reach-in foul here by Gaines just outside the right wing as K.J. dribbled by the broadcast table here. And it will be Westlake basketball. And with that reach in, it's the first foul on Gaines, his first personal. Schleppe at the top of the arc, guarded tightly there by Gaines. Over to the right wing to Mankel. Mankel with the left-handed dribble. Trying to reset the offense here. Final 30 seconds of the third quarter. Westlake with a six-point advantage. They've had a lead as large as nine. Now Villarreal picks up his dribble. Trying to hand it off. Doesn't have it. He needs some help. Doesn't have it. Now this is going to be a five-second violation. Actually, no, they're going to call a foul. Wow, Jason Gaines, a foul away from the basketball here. His contact was made. So it will be Westlake basketball. 17 seconds, lob pass into KJ. KJ going to work for the final shot here. Gives it up to Schleppe. KJ trying to break to the basket. Doesn't have it. Now here on the left corner is Mo. Mo trying to handle it, going around to Villarreal screen. Gives it up to Villarreal. Villarreal back to Mo. Mo looking across court here, and this is going to be a traveling violation on Moat. Moat with his hands up, very confused. 
He doesn't understand how he got charged with a traveling violation because he never moved his feet. In fact, Moad had not even dribbled the basketball. So final 1.86 seconds will be a heave here. Firing it all the way up is Benson, and this one falls just short. So that will do it for the third quarter of play. Westlake with a six-point advantage over the Bowie Bulldogs. It is Westlake 41, Bowie 35, back for the final quarter of regulation after this. This is Westlake basketball. Joe Taylor here, the voice of the Shaps. If you're searching for the best air conditioning repair in Austin, call Elite Heating and Air Conditioning. A month ago, my wife texted and said it was 85 degrees in the house. This was at 8 o'clock at night. I called Elite, and within minutes, I was directing the on-call engineer to my home. In 45 minutes, the issue was diagnosed and fixed. An hour later, the house was already cooling down. That's not just championship service. That's Elite service. Call 512-637-4237 or click EliteAustinAC.com. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy. They never want to sit still. And let's face it, a restaurant isn't the best place to keep a kid entertained. Thankfully, there's Hat Creek Burger Company. Every Hat Creek location has an awesome playscape for the kids to run wild while you enjoy a hot meal and an ice cold beverage. Hat Creek has a lot more than just burgers. Their menu can be modified to fit your lifestyle, whether gluten-free, paleo, or vegetarian. Did I mention they have breakfast too? Every day at 7 a.m. Hat Creek Burger Company, a proud sponsor of Westlake Nation. Welcome back to live coverage of Westlake basketball. Into the ballgame now is Cy Young for Bowie. He'll inbound the basketball here for the Bulldogs. Gets it over to Jason Gaines. Gaines picks up his dribble, looking into the high post here at LD Butler. Butler trying to make a move against K.J. Adams. Gaines dribbles through traffic, loses the handle on the basketball, and a foul is going to be called on Diego Schleppe. That's his second personal foul. 29 points for K.J. Adams. Connor McManus with three in the third quarter. Carson May with seven points. He is yet to return. Now a high pass here from the baseline. Cade Mankel's going to pick this one off. Another transition opportunity here. Elevating down from Carson May, or excuse me, from Cade Mankel is K.J. Adams, and Adams goes up for the two-handed slam. Just floating through the air effortlessly to finish that point, and now the lead back up. To eight points, 43 to 35. The largest lead of the night has been nine. And now losing the basketball out of bounds momentarily due to a defensive poke there is Gaines, last touched by Westlake. On the floor for the Chaparrales is Mankel, Villarreal, Adams, Schleppe, and Moat. Now with the inbound pass here to Drew Dunsmore. Dunsmore taking authority in the paint. Puts up the left-handed shot, and it is good. So Dunsmore with his first two points, and it comes with 7-18 to play in the ballgame. Westlake now 43-37, lead back down to six. It's been as high as nine. Villarreal with the basketball. Mankel with a dribble. Gets it over to K.J. Adams. Adams with 31 points in this ballgame. He cross-passes over to Schleppe in the corner. Back over to the left wing to Mankel. Mankel to Moe. Moe to Mankel. Mankel driving in the lane. Feeding Daniel Villarreal as the defense collapsed on him. And Villarreal comes up with a huge bucket to get it back up to an eight-point lead. Villarreal with six points in the ballgame. And a beautiful feed down low from Moe. Now Diego Schleppe with the steal. He collects the basketball. Gets it over to Villarreal. Villarreal to Mankel. Mankel connects on the transition bucket. 
as Mankel gets his first field goal of the afternoon, and now it's a 10-point advantage. Just like that, a six-point lead is a 10-point lead. 47 to 37, there's Schleppe again. Larceny, here is the other side of it, as elevating there is K.J. Adams. Adams, I thought, was going to go up with authority and try to slam it home. Instead, he just went with the layup to draw the contact. So it's Gaines with the foul as he commits it to stop the thunderous dunk from K.J. Adams. And he just tried to finger roll and lay it in there. But he missed the shot, so he'll get two free throw opportunities here, Will K.J. The first shot is up, and it is good as it rattles home off the front and back iron. McIntyre's checked into the game for Gaines. As Schleppe with back-to-back -back steals in transition. Obviously, one of them ends in a Manko layup, and the other one ends in a foul on K.J. Adams. Adams puts up the second free throw. That one no good. Villarreal pulls down the rebound, gives it over to K.J. K.J. goes up strong off the backboard with a layup of, himself, of his own. So K.J. with a free throw made and two points. So he gets a three-point play in the same possession with the offensive rebound and now a whistle against Westlake. So Daniel Villarreal picks up his fourth personal foul. Carson May is going to check back into the ballgame here as the foul was committed on Drew Dunsmore. Dunsmore with a field goal here in the opening moments of the fourth quarter for Bowie. Has a good-looking free throw shot, but that one just a bit off. As Walker checks back into the ballgame, Ethan Walker has three points. Villarreal has to check out. And checking in is Carson May. May with the first two field goals of the second half in the third quarter. Now trying to clear out. Schleppe gets the rebound on both misses by Dunsmore. Over to the right wing to Mankel. Now May resets with Moat. Moat hanging out around the Al Bennett signature. Now a turnaround move straight to the basket goes K.J. Adams, and Adams makes the shot, and he is fouled. This will be the fourth and one opportunity for K.J. Adams, who is just a one-man scoring machine. And that foul is going to be called on Ethan Walker, his first personal foul. And Cade Holzman is checking back into the ballgame here with two personal fouls as K.J. is going to go to the line again. K.J. with and one opportunity here. He, and does not hit on that one, and a foul is going to be called on Carson May. May immediately picks up his third personal foul on an over-the-back. So... Westlake with 16 fouls, not in the bonus, so it will be Bowie basketball here is K.J. with seven points in the quarter. He had 29 coming into the fourth quarter. He has 36 points this afternoon. Now Benson hands it off here to L.D. Butler. Butler stops and picks up his dribble, gets it back over to Benson. Benson trying to work around K.J. Adams, driving through the lane, and the runner is no good, but a foul was committed before he drove to the basket. Good speed there from Benson as K.J. picks up his fourth personal foul. Actually, they're going to call the reach-in foul on Diego Schleppe. Wow. Thought that was against K.J. as he went up and swatted the ball away, but he didn't make the contact. Diego did. So erase that. K.J. Adams on the floor with three personal fouls. Diego Schleppe with three fouls as well. That's the seventh team foul. And on the front end of the one-and-one, one, Benson hits that one. Benson with... Six points in the half. He has four, uh, 15 overall and make it 16 as he makes the second of two free throws on the one and one. Diego 
Schleppe committed that foul. And now EA Moat will dribble it across the timeline and get it over to KJ Adams. Adams back over to Moat, to May, to Mankel, down low in the post here. Here comes the double team. A rifle pass into the corner from KJ Adams to Moat. Moat to Carson May, back over to Mo. Mo will reset. 5.15 to play in the ballgame. Westlake with their largest lead, 52-39. to 39. They have only allowed 10 points in the fourth, in the second half. Here's Carson May from the top of the arc. Carson with a three-point shot. He gets it to fall. And now it's 55-39. to 39. The lead expands here on the make by May. That's his second three-pointer in the game. Now a turnover. Transition. Mankel looking to feed Schleppe. Schleppe back to Mankel. Mankel thought about the NBA three, but now he's going to get it over to Moat to reset. Good defense here for Westlake as they create the transition opportunity, but don't waste the possession as they didn't have it. Now KJ on the right wing, picked up defensively by LD Butler. Now here's Mo at the top of the arc. Gets a seam, gets it over to Carson. Carson with the finger roll as he attacks the rim, but it doesn't go for Carson. And Benson will come away with it. Benson looking to the corner to McIntyre. McIntyre for three. That shot off the front iron. Reject, or KJ reaching for the rebound, can't get it. And now on the other end, here is Holzen. Holzman goes up and makes the shot and the contact on the shot and it is Moat with the foul. So that is his third personal foul. So count the bucket here for Holzman, his first field goal, and the and one is no good. So Holzman had two free throws made in the third quarter. That's his first bucket of the second half. He has 13 of the game, 55 to 41. It's a 14-point advantage here for Westlake in the final four minutes of the fourth quarter. Schleppe now will reset here on the pass from Moat. Moat gets it over to Mankel. Mankel will reset, guarded tightly by McIntyre. Over to the left wing here to Moat. Impressive second half here for Westlake as they have come alive offensively, especially with the play by K.J. Adams, who is on the floor with 36 points. 36 of the 55 now Carson May launching a shot from the post back over to Mankel. Mankel finds Mo in the corner. That shot just fall, almost missed, almost made it, but it was just in and out as Mo had a really good look from the right corner, and he just could not get his shot to fall. That did everything but go through, folks. I'm talking right into the cylinder and then out of the cylinder. And now the uh, defense on the other end for Bowie. The ball poked out of bounds, and a timeout's going to be called as well. We will go ahead and keep it here. As we keep you updated on things, K.J. Adams with 22 points in the first half. He had 29 at the end of the third quarter. And now with a seven-point barrage that includes one free throw made, he has 36 points in the ballgame. McManus with a big three-pointer in the third quarter. Carson May with his second three-pointer made. Carson made a three-pointer in the first quarter, had the first two field goals in the third quarter in the first two possessions. He had seven, now he has ten. Cade Mankel with two, he got that in the fourth quarter. Daniel Villarreal on the bench with four fouls, but he had a field goal in the fourth quarter. He will finish, no doubt, with six points. And it's been pretty impressive for Colton Benson as Benson had nine points. He had a three-pointer and a field goal in the third quarter, but he has been limited to just free throws in the fourth quarter. He has two of those made. Drew Dunsmore with two points. And, folks, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but this is what it looks like defensively here. Holzman has four points in the second half. Benson has seven points. There's 11. There have been 13 points 
scored in the second half by the Bowie Bulldogs. Just 13. They had 28 in the first half. They've scored 13 in the second half with 3.28 to play. Now here's Cy Young, who's checked into the game. And defensively for Westlake, Roy Monroe is back into the ball game, and he's actually going to get hit with this foul here as Roy picks up his second personal. And it is the 10th team foul for Westlake, so into the double bonus here for Cy Young. Young with three points on the afternoon, and all three of them have come from the charity stripe, and he misses the front end of those two shots. On the floor is Young, Butler, Holzman, McIntyre, and Benson for Westlake. It is Adams, McManus, Monroe, May, and Moe. So Moe out on the floor here. Basically, this is the starting five for Westlake. As we welcome you back to live coverage for the final three minutes and 20 seconds, 55 to 42. There's a steal by Bowie, but Monroe somehow is able to go to the floor and initiate the jump ball. And they're going to call a foul, actually. This is not a... It looks like Monroe got a chance. No, they're not going to call a foul. Monroe actually got a chance to call a timeout, if you can believe that, and he did. We'll take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake, right here in Westlake. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome you back to fourth quarter action. Joe Taylor joining you live is Westlake. Monroe will try the long inbound pass to McManus as we bring you live coverage of Westlake basketball here. Westlake leading 55-42. And a foul here on Westlake away from the basketball. Actually, no, they're going to say that he actually stepped on the sideline there. I thought a foul was going to be called, but no, it was actually stepping on the sideline. McIntyre taking matters into his own hand, drives all the way in, puts up a wild layup shot. That one is no good. Monroe comes down with the rebound and a whistle is going to be called on Cy Young. And for Cy Young, he gets called on the contact against Roy Monroe, who fought for the clean rebound. 16 fouls here for the Bowie Bulldogs, and now the full-court press here in the final three minutes of the game. McManus is going to get called for a traveling violation here in the backcourt as he got caught in the trap by Bowie. Quick words of encouragement here for K.J. Adams as Adams shows rare emotion on the floor here. As the six foot seven junior guard and post player look to D up the inbound pass here as he has not taken a break here this evening. Now McIntyre trying to drive in from the left side, elevates, puts up the runner from the left block. He is fouled and somehow he gets that shot to go. The shot will count for McIntyre and it'll be on 
Connor McManus, his second personal foul, so count the bucket there. That is the first field goal made for Riley McIntyre, the 5'11 senior point guard. He spins up a free throw here on the and one and picks it up. That's three points for McIntyre. And now a substitution as Villarreal comes in with four personal fouls along with Diego Schleppe. And May and McManus will come off the floor here. And now the inbound pass tipped out of bounds by Bowie in the full court press. Now in front of the scorer's table, K.J. Adams will inbound it to Moe. Moe picked up defensively here by Cy Young. And now a foul is going to be called. Another reach in here from Cy Young. This will be his third personal foul as Bowie's trying to slow the possessions here and save as much time as possible. That's the seventh team foul for Bowie, so it will send Moe to the line. And Ian Moad is a 79% free throw shooter, again injured earlier in the year. He has rehabbed and come back into the starting lineup, and his first shot is no good. Pulling down the rebound and losing the basketball out of bounds is Cade Holzman. And that'll create a possession here for Westlake as Holzman clearly had that rebound secured, and then he lost it out of bounds. Inbound here from Moat, and Monroe stepped on the baseline, or excuse me, the sideline, right in front of the Westlake bench. He said the toe of his sneaker was on the sideline, did the official. So it's a turnover here for Westlake, 55-45, to 10-point lead. It's been as high as 15. Now here's Benson on the right wing, looking to elevate. A wild three-point shot is no good off the back iron. Villarreal comes down with the rebound, gets it over to Monroe, back over to Moe, Moe to Monroe, caught in the backcourt momentarily with a right-handed dribble, floats a pass to Villarreal, Villarreal cross-court to Moe, Moe driving, feeds K.J. Adams, takes two dribbles, elevates from the left block, slams it home. 38 points for K.J. Adams with authority there on the good ball movement from Westlake. It is now a 57-45 lead. Long three-point shot for McIntyre, and he drills it. Six points here in the last two possessions for McIntyre. And now in the backcourt, tied up, losing the basketball out of bounds, is Ian Moat. Last touch by Westlake, and it will be Bowie basketball. L.D. Butler, Holzman, Young, McIntyre, and Benson on the floor. Inbound to Holzman. Holzman going up hard, and Villarreal fouled him. That'll be five for Daniel, and he is done for the game. Villarreal is fouled out. He walks over to Coach Collier for the Bowie Bulldogs, shakes his hand, and it'll be Cade Mankled to replace him. Right now, folks, one minute and 53 seconds remaining in this ballgame here, and if Holzman can come up with a couple of free throws, we are inside a nine-point lead. This has been a huge run for Bowie here. First shot is good for Holzman. Three points in the quarter for Cade. It's 57-49, to 49, about to be... If he can connect here, it'll be a seven-point advantage. Second shot is up and good. It's 57 to 50. And Bowie has called a timeout. We will take it as well. Back in a moment, this is Westlake Basketball. Ostex Fence and Deck is proud to cheer on the Shaps. We're joining in on the celebration of Westlake's 50th anniversary. Hi, this is Marsha Lockett. As a Westlake-owned and operated business, our goal is excellence. We combine innovative technology and outstanding customer service to make your backyard dream a reality. Visit AustexFenceAndDeck.com. That's A-U-S-T-E-X, FenceAndDeck.com. Let Austex help build your next outdoor project the Westlake way. We started caring for people in a small house in Austin, Texas, 100 years ago. 
Today we deliver more babies, care for more hearts, treat more high-risk and complex cases, and handle more emergencies, including trauma, than anyone in Central Texas. The goal was never to be the biggest, just the best. St. David's Healthcare, the best is here. We welcome back to line of coverage of Westlake basketball, 57 to 50. And it seems kind of interesting here, but it was a 6-0 run, or 6-2 run, I should say, in three possessions here. Now beating the full court press is Westlake out of the timeout. He had a three-point play by McIntyre, and then a three-pointer made by McIntyre. Sandwiched between that, a dunk from K.J. Adams. But it gave an opportunity for Holzman to get to the line, and Holzman drilled those two. So it's an 8-2 run here in the fourth quarter late. And now Monroe will be fouled on a reach-in here by Cy Young. Actually, no, they're going to call it, I believe, on L.D. Butler. That's his third personal foul. So it's 57-50. to 50. So it's an 8-2 run, respectively, here for Bowie in three in a matter of four possessions as Monroe will step to the line where he is a 71% free throw shooter. Puts the first shot one and one up no good, but re K.J. rebounds the basketball over to D over to Schleppo, or Schleppi, excuse me, Diego Schleppi, over to Moat. Moat back over to Schleppi. Here comes the double team. He tries to launch it down low to K.J., and Holzman steals the basketball. So here's Bowie coming across the timeline. Over to the right wing to McIntyre. He elevates for three. That shot off the glass, no good, as K.J. comes down with the rebound. 109 to play in the game. Full court press here for Bowie. Mo picks up his dribble, gets it to Monroe. Back over to Schleppi. Schleppi getting over to Moat. Moat over to K.J. K.J. to Mankel, who is wide open for the easy right-handed layup. Good job on the ball movement there. And a timeout's going to be called. We'll keep it here as Mankel picks up his second bucket here in transition as he has four in the ballgame and those four points in the quarter. 59-50 to 50 with just under a minute to play in the ballgame. And I go back to that 8-2 run. Riley McIntyre came down, drove in, put up a wild shot from the baseline, got fouled. That shot swished. Then he made his free throw. Down the floor they went, and it was a big-time opportunity for K.J. to come off the block with a thunder dunk from the left block. Then McIntyre raced back down court, fired up a wild NBA three-pointer, and got it to go. That's 6-2. Westlake would miss their next shot in the possession, and coming back down the other way, Cade Holzman would hit two free throws. So an 8-2 swing there and four possessions in this fourth quarter briefly opened the door for Bowie. But then on that transition, as they beat the full court press, Westlake able to add an easy bucket for Cade Mankel, and they've got the lead back up to 9, 59-50. It's been as high as 14, and now 59-50 as L.D. Butler will inbound the basketball. Full court press here is picking up Benson is Moat. Benson drives right by him, tries to put up the shot. The shot is good, and he is fouled. Wow. So now with another three-point play opportunity here as Benson went hard to the hole. And Rory Monroe is the one that picks up the foul. Three fouls for Rory Monroe, and the and one for Benson is good. So Benson with his first field goal here results in a three-point play as Jason Gaines checks into the ballgame. Folks, it's a six-point advantage here for Westlake. 
59 to 53. Full court press. Schleppe beats it here with Mankel. Mankel loses the ball out of bounds. And Bowie is arguing that it was last touched by Mankel as he just lost it out of bounds. But Holzman tried to reach in at the last moment. And they're saying the ball is off the tip of Holzman. So it's Westlake basketball. KJ with the inbound. Gets it over to Monroe. Monroe has the ball taken away from him by Gaines. But Gaines steps out of bounds. Good defense there as he pressured Monroe immediately and pulled the basketball away from him, but the heel of his basketball shoe drifted to the baseline. Now McManus is going to check in defensively here for Rory Monroe in the final 43 seconds with Westlake nursing a 59-53 lead. Lob pass on the baseline to KJ. KJ to Schleppe. Schleppe back out to Adams. Adams beaking over to Mankel and now foul away from the basketball to stop the clock. Foul's going to be called on Cy Young. That is his fourth personal foul. And with 19 fouls, KJ is going to go to the line to shoot the front end of the one-and-one. One. KJ with the first shot. It is up, and it is no good. Bowie with the rebound and 35 seconds to play in the game. Benson blowing right by Moe coming across the timeline. Moe resets his feet, gives it up to LD Butler, and now a traveling violation here as Butler moved his pivot foot and carried the basketball. So an unforced error there for Butler, who took too many steps, turns the ball back over to Westlake. 29 seconds remaining here in regulation. Westlake with a 59-53 lead, and now a foul here on Cy Young, and he will foul out of the ballgame as that is his fifth personal foul, and it'll be a one-on-one -one situation here for Westlake as they will go back down court. And now Schleppe with some words as K.J. Adams and... K.J. Adams and Colton Benson. Benson was talking to the referee about something, and the referee right now had to actually separate them, and I believe... And you can hear some of the chants here in the background from uh, some of the state champion Westlake football team who are big fans of the basketball team trying to edge their opponent on. They're trying to say that K.J. Adams said something to Colton Benson. Folks, I'm right here, and there is a mic. I would be able to hear anything demonstrative from either player because I'm about five feet away from him when the altercation actually started. So I'm not too sure who they're going to call the technical foul on here. At least it looks like that's what they're deciding. But a referee actually stepped in front and in between K.J. Adams and Colton Benson, and they are going to award the one-and-one one here, obviously, on the foul. But it looks like, are they going to call the technical foul? That's the one thing that I'm looking for here, is KJ is still trying to get some direction from his head coach. So it will be, it will be the double bonus opportunity here for Ian Moat, who is 0 for 1 from the foul line. He has two shots here, as that was the tenth team foul for Bowie. 59 to 53, 28 seconds remaining, and the first shot for Ian is good. Mo with his first point of the ball game, if you can believe that, as he has been mostly a factor on defense and ball movement here as a distributor. He opts for his second free throw here, 60 to 53, back up to a seven, trying to make it an eight-point lead, and he does. He rattles it in as they go ahead and they do not call the technical foul, so they let. Cooler heads prevail. Benson going up for the shot, and that is absolutely rejected. 
And it's funny how the baseball gods can work, some, or the basketball gods can work sometimes. The two men involved in kind of a, a war of words briefly. And then coming down the floor, Benson tries to go hard, and KJ rejects the shot. That shot by Benson up and no good. Rebounding it is Moat. Moat over to Schleppi. Schleppi for Mankel. Mankel with another transition bucket here in the fourth quarter. He has six. 63 to 53, final five seconds. Benson's going to drive right by KJ. KJ has it, swatted again. Here's a shot at the buzzer. That's good for Walker. It counts off the glass. But Benson has his last two shots completely rejected by KJ Adams. And though the walk-off three-pointer for Walker in the closing second went off the glass, it counts. Westlake wins 63-56. to That is their 41st consecutive district win as Westlake defeats Bowie and stays perfect in district play here in 2019-2020 as they move to 6-0 and Bowie falls to 3-3. Hats off to Bowie. They were down in the fourth quarter by as many as 13 points, in the half by as many as 15 and they fight back. A pretty impressive win here for the Westlake Chaparrales as they kind of stave off what could have been a very dangerous situation here as we await the thoughts of head coach Robert Lucero, who joins us now here as part of our BMW of South Austin drive home. Coach, 36 points from uh, K.J. Adams, really a dominant performance in the paint, but it really came down to some of those players in transition that got the opportunity to get into the ball game and make good with some of their opportunities. And really, you look at two players who, in the full-court press, Cade Mankel was there to make all of his transition buckets, and you look at Carson May with two three-pointers in the ballgame and a big three in the fourth quarter to really open things up. Yeah, and I thought uh, those guys played well, and I thought Diego Schleppi came in and gave us a real big boost. He, he did a great job guarding, got some steals, got some transition. Um, you know, all, you know, KJ's gonna uh, is, is a low down low, and so you know he did a great job of you know uh, getting to the rim and getting fouled. And then Mo, he always gets us under control, and he takes care of uh, whatever you know whatever the other defense is in. Uh, you know, this game Bowie did a good job of switching stuff and switching their defenses up, zone one three one, doing all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, Mo, you know, he always gets us organized and gets everybody where they're supposed to be. I always think that defensively things can happen in a ball game that you don't necessarily expect. And when you have that 8-2 run in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden that, that double-digit lead, 14, 15 points, is down to seven, then it's down to six. It, it really showed the temperament of your ball club. And you can really kind of see your leadership there on the floor just trying to calm everybody down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's really what you see. You get that big lead, and then some things happen that you don't really control, and all of a sudden your opponent's right back in it, and a couple of threes can actually get you beat. Yeah. So, you know, it was good to see how that psychology was working for you from the floor, not necessarily from the coaching yeah. staff. And, and, you know, for us, you know, like we talked about in the pregame, everything we got to look at is uh, um, something that's going to teach us. And, you know, we haven't been in so many close games. So to have a game like this where, you know, it's pretty tight, then you get a lead and then you have to, uh, you know, work on 
uh, killing some clock, hitting your free throws, seeing what trapping defense they're in. You know, you have to work on all those things, which uh, sometimes uh, are hard to simulate in practice. So it was really good for us. And, and, you know, and Coach Collier is such a good coach. You know, they're going to be prepared for every situation. He's going to do stuff to give his team opportunity to win. Um, and so, you know, they throw the whole kitchen sink at you. And so the guys had to figure a lot of stuff out. Especially there with that full court press mainly implemented in the fourth quarter. But uh, really in a game like this, you talked about the score being close and having to battle and kind of protect the lead. You also talk about, by my count, 39 fouls called yep. in this ballgame. So yep. not only was it a, a game that really saw an up-and-down pace for the majority of the time, but it was also a, a game that proved to be very, very physical as well. Yeah, and, and you know, it, from a coaching standpoint, I think, you know, you, you look at what, what, is the other, what can you do to help your team win. And I definitely think from early on, uh, you know, Coach Collier does a good job of working the rest to, you know, if, if he can get it to be a free throw shooting contest, contest, um, that's probably to their advantage. If we can get some fouls or if we can get them to call a, a quick one on KJ uh, or something like that, it definitely helps them out. And, you know, that's probably something that he's much better at than I am. So something that we really didn't talk about because I'm not a big believer in streaks because each year is different, but yeah. that's 41 district wins in a row and the, the second in two games where you've really had to battle. This was a very tough week with a seven-point victory over Anderson, and then you come back here with the with the tight win against Bowie even after being up in the second half. At one point in the fourth quarter early on, you had only allowed 14 points, and we've talked so much about how defense can keep you away from a big streak, yeah. and, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't understand when the ebb and flow of a basketball game happens, and, and people think, well, how you know what's a 10-2 run look like, or what's a 12-2 run look like? Well, it happens because you're not playing defense on the perimeter, yeah. and that is so what, what I see, especially in the fourth quarter and the early parts of the second half, is that perimeter defense still very much there and force Bowie to switch and, and do something completely different offensively. Yeah, you know, and that's like the, the thing that we always talk about, you know, regardless of what you're doing on the offensive end, you know, your defense, it, it has a lot to do with effort and focus and, you know, learning what the other team's done. And, and I'm telling you, the guy, we have all these guys on the, on the team. There's so many of them, and everybody has to learn what Bowie's doing. And it's such a big advantage for us in practice because we get live looks at what they're doing and, you know, their main one game. I, I don't think they got a ton of points out of it. Uh, and, and the guys are switching and talking. And, um, and it, you know, like you said, in the third quarter or fourth quarter, they had 41, and then they had to open up the game. And, you know, we started holding it, and maybe we didn't do as good a job as we could and probably missed a couple of free throws. Um, but, you know, th at that point, uh, you know, the, there's not a shot clock, so you got to try to play smart and, and kill some time. And I thought our guys, you know, they did a good enough job. Um, but it definitely, you know, opened up some stuff for Bowie where they're just going downhill and just trying to get fouls. And they did a good job of getting to the line and getting some man ones. We have talked about uh, the ability to control emotion on the floor. And you've got two guys that really don't show a whole lot of emotion. But take us through that last little sequence where I thought, at, at some point, either somebody, either KJ said something to Benson, Benson said something to KJ. Mm -hmm. I saw the referee kind of kind of interrupt them. The body language suggested that something went down there, but yeah. there was no technical foul call. They, they not, actually called a double technical. Uh, so a double technical, yeah, so they do offset. They offset so yeah. so they so they were able to keep their emotions in check for the moment and kind of calm down. So you don't in, in that situation. That's what I wanted to know is yeah. if if they actually did to call yeah. a technical, and it sounds like they did. But controlling your emotion at the end of that game is is something that uh, I know that you've worked hard. That's probably the most emotional you've seen out of KJ. KJ and Colton have known each other since they were like three years old. They play summer ball together. Their parents know each other. Uh, they played on this team. and They used to play on this team called Hard Work out of San Antonio. So they're like lifelong friends. They'll be friends for the rest of their lives. And so, you know, I know that. Coach Collier knows that. <laughs> KJ would never, ever say anything 
offensive to Colton, and Colton's smart enough to know that's not a fight he wants to pick. You know, they're they're <laughs> that close, and so I think it was just the official not really knowing the situation. Well, that's that, that's actually a good story to yeah. hear. That's always always fun to hear. You know, a little bit more in depth about about what happened on the yeah. floor there. But uh, they cleaned it up. Shook, they shook hands after the game is over with, oh, yeah. and, and still a, a tough, hard fought. So take us through the next week as far as your preparation coming off these two hard games. Yeah, the the thing that we'll have to do different is Saturday is usually a film where we do the good and corrections from the night before, and we lift, and then we get ready for the next game. Well, now we don't have that day because everything got changed. So Monday we'll do all of our film during uh, the class period. Um, I think it's Aikens on Tuesday, Austin on Friday, and so then we'll have to prepare for Aikens and one day uh, after school. So it's just a little bit quick turnaround, but, you know, everybody in the district is doing the same thing. Coach, you go to 6-0 and in district play, and uh, with that, your 22nd win of the season, only one loss. Congratulations on the victory, right, and we'll see you next you. time. All right, All right thank thanks you. so much. That's uh, Coach Robert Lucero joining us on the BMW South Austin Drive Home, where Westlake beats Bowie. We'll take a quick timeout and be right back with the rest of the postgame show after this. You're listening to live coverage of Westlake basketball only on the Westlake Shop app. For over 100 years, the Coverts have sold over 1 million cars in Chevy and GMC trucks. We take a lot of pride in that. Hi, I'm Jenny Covert, and to be the leader, you have to offer more. We offer five convenient service locations for you to choose from. And, of course, the famous low covert price. No matter where you shop, no matter what you've been offered, the Coverts will beat it. It's just that simple. We want to be your car dealer. Let us prove it. Covert Chevrolet Buick and GMC, Highway 71 in Bastrop. Hi, this is Joe Taylor, the voice of the Shaps, and like you, I work hard and I work out even harder. I love exercise, and I don't want pain or injury to keep me from reaching my fitness goals. I want you to try CryoFit for all your recovery and wellness needs. CryoFit is Austin's recovery headquarters, and with two locations in Westlake, you're never too far away from their championship-level treatment. Click MyCryoFit.com and see for yourself. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, so they know what it means to be Shap strong. CryoFit, where your recovery is just as important as your work. Hey football fans, leave the Hail Marys for the game and go for the sure thing when it comes to satisfying your craving. When you pick up Raisin Cane's for game day, all you have to worry about is the score because we've got the food covered with fresh, never ever frozen chicken fingers, cane sauce, and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. Raisin Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, located at the corner of Bee Caves Road and Walsh Charlton in the heart of Westlake. Go Shaps! Choosing the right financial institution has become a challenge in the greater Austin area. What services can I get? What's the best move for me? The best move for Westlake is Plains Capital Bank. They work here, they live here, and they raise their families right here in Westlake. They're committed to Westlake Athletics. They've got the big bank tools with community bank service. Go to plainscapital.com or simply stop by the Westlake branch located just behind the shops at Mira Vista on Bee Caves just west of Mopac. Plains Capital Bank, working for Westlake right here in Westlake. Welcome back to Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake High School for the BMW of South Austin Drive Home. BMW of South Austin, proud sponsors of Westlake Nation, 63-56. to The final score as Westlake defeats Bowie. Again, Bowie fighting back big time in the latter portion of the fourth quarter to try to force a, 
A seven-point deficit. They do so. A couple of offsetting technical fouls late in the game. And then Benson had his shot blocked not once but twice in back-to-back possessions uh, for the Bowie Bulldogs by K.J. Adams after that uh, little small disagreement there. But nonetheless... The final team at Individual Stats presented by Eltagon Wealth Management. Basketball isn't just about scoring. It's about strategy, preparation, and execution on both offense and defense. Eltagon was founded by lifetime chat Mark Mangum, and he's hired all-stars Brent Beasley and Lewis Gilbo to score big for your financial future. Click Eltacon.com for more information. That's Eltacon Wealth Management calling the right plays for your financial future. We start with the Bowie Bulldogs. Riley McIntyre left scoreless in the first half and really – He's a product of two possessions in the fourth quarter. He gets an and-one opportunity, one trip down the floor, and gets a three-ball, his second trip down the floor, part of a 6-2 that wound up being an 8-2 run in the latter portions of the fourth quarter. Cade Holzman finishes the basketball game with 15 points. Colton Benson with 19 points to lead Bowie. Ethan Walker, three points. Drew Dunsmore with a bucket in the fourth quarter with two points. L.D. Butler with uh, four points in the ballgame. And, of course, or excuse me, just two points in the ballgame for L.D. Butler. Yancey with uh, two points and Cy Young with three points who fouled out of the ballgame. For Rory Monroe, it was a defensive effort. Picked up three personal fouls, but no score for Rory. And Ian Moat with two free throws. Those were his only uh, contributions offensively, but just an incredible job from the point guard position playing with that injured pinky finger on his shooting hand. Connor McManus with a big three-pointer in the third quarter as he finishes with three points. Carson May with a three-pointer in the first quarter and then the first two field goals of the second half in back-to-back possessions. He finished with 10, and of course that three-pointer in the fourth quarter as he was left wide open. So 10 points for Carson May. Cade Mankle, the benefactor of the full-court press, actually got three buckets in transition, all of them in virtually the same style as he got six all in the fourth quarter. Diego Schleppe with two big steals in the fourth quarter to kind of start a run for Westlake, and then Daniel Villarreal finishing the game with six points. He also fouled out of the ball game. And then there's K.J. Adams. K.J. Adams had 22 in the first half, had 29 by the end of the third quarter as he attacked on seven points, then 38 points, including some monster dunks in the fourth quarter, they really sprung things for the Westlake Chaparrales as he scored nine points in the fourth quarter to finish with 38 points, coming off 29 points against Anderson on Tuesday night. It has been a tough physical week for the Westlake basketball program, and of course, K.J. Adams leading the way in the offensive side, but K.J. doing the majority of his damage, in fact, all of the damage down low. Had a couple of jump shots that he mixed in there, a missed three, a missed uh, Uh, Shot from the high elbow, but all in all, K.J. Adams turning in another electric performance on both sides of the floor, finishes with 38 points in this one as your CryoFit player of the game. CryoFit is Westlake-owned and operated, and they want you to be Shap strong. Visit mycryofit.com and see for yourself. And there's good news. CryoFit is now closer than ever. The brand-new location is right across the street from Westlake at 1406 Camp Craft. That's in Suite 112. It's chilling out with CryoFit has never been easier. So CryoFit, where you're recovering, is just as important as your workout. Feel your best every day with CryoFit. Be Shap strong and recover with CryoFit. Folks, it's been an absolute pleasure bringing this one to you here. Of course, we have some news from the women's side of things as well. They are victorious from their earlier game as uh, they were at Bowie earlier this morning with the uh, interesting weather 
issue on Friday night. They dispatched the Bulldogs 65-29. to So they improve in their district record as well. They will be in action on the Shapap here coming up on Tuesday. And, of course, for the Westlake soccer team, the women win 6 to nothing today, as do the men in finishing up tournament action at DeChaparral Stadium. So road win, over, a road district win as Westlake played at House Park. They took on Aikens, and they win 6-0 at House Park to open the district season for the Westlake women's soccer team. For the men here, as the basketball broadcast winds to a close, they defeat the Bowie Bulldogs due to the Westlake Chaparrales to move to 6-0 in district play. Bowie falls to 3-3, 16-6 overall. Westlake 22-1 overall, still with that lone loss coming in the Sunrise Christian Academy, 69-41 loss. That was in the... Uh, that was in a tournament play as Westlake continues to roll. Again, that winning streak up to 41 district games. And Westlake has not lost a district game since the 18th of January in 2017. So coming up on three years to the day, they lost their last district game. That'll do it as Westlake defeats Bowie 63-56. to Again, it's a pleasure joining you here on this Saturday afternoon for basketball coverage. We say good afternoon from Al Bennett Court on the campus of Westlake, Bas- or campus of Westlake High School as Westlake defeats Bowie 63-56. to This is Westlake Basketball. You're listening to Westlake Basketball. Brought to you by Independence Title. Plains, Capital Bank, St. David's South Austin Medical Center, Data Foundry, Elite Heating and Air, Covert Auto, Arrive, Luxury and Property Management. And brought to you by CryoFit, Recovery and Wellness, Austex, Fence and Deck, Colhane, Premier Property, Elticon, Wealth Management, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, and by Hendrick Auto Group, Hat Creek Burger Company, Victory Medical Center at Westlake, Cricket Shirts, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina, and by Texas Honey Ham, Steam Tea, UBO, White Gloves Storage and Delivery, Point Collision Center, Elger Insurance Company, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Mighty Fine Burgers, Fries, and Shakes. <laughs>